You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. Friends, today we are talking about the Angel School and all of the stories that came out of the Angel School. My favorite part of the Angel School is when these big angel stories come through and people shock themselves. The look on their face when they are bringing through concrete information and getting the validation that they're looking for on the other side. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. Then we've got Paula Dice on today. She is talking about some of the angel stories that she's encountered in her life. Paula was a student at the Angel School. She came in with her family members from North Carolina, and you will not believe the angel story that they received, the validation that they received on their way home from the Angel School to the airport. It is incredible. So at the Angel School, most of the students are really nervous. They're questioning whether or not they're actually going to be able to intuit information and bring through messages. But Spirit comes through to validate in big ways. And I should stress that some people are more inclined to the energy healing part of this. Their hands heat up and volunteers can feel the energy healing coming into their body very profoundly. One person at the school had twisted their knee that morning. The student was able to work on this volunteer's knee and by the end of the session, this person wasn't having any more pain. Some students are more inclined to get those messages from angels and or loved ones on the other side. At 
the beginning of the school, I have the students work with one another to just get used to practicing on another person. And in this practice session, the very first, one of the very first ones of the day, one of the students came through and said, who is Thomas? And this other student looked at this person and said, you've got to be kidding. Thomas is my partner who passed away. And not only was she able to bring through this loved one and messages from this loved one, she was able to bring through very specific detail, including that person's name. And seeing the shock and awe on her face as she does that makes this such a rewarding thing to do as a teacher. One of the other things that happened was one of our students found out that she was pregnant before she got to the school. And she came with other family members. She decided to tell those other family members before she entered into class that day because she knew it was going to come out in one way or another. And this student was practicing with another student in the angel school. And the student said, talk to me about your son. They're, they're talking about your son on the other side. And she said, well, I've got a little girl, but I am pregnant. And I do believe that it is going to be a little boy. So this student was bringing through the fact that she was pregnant and bringing through the sex of the baby during this practice session. After the angel school, I sat down to record with one of the students, Paula, about the many, many angel stories that she had. So here are her stories. And then after that, we are going to share the incredible thing that happened between leaving the hotel and going to the airport on her way home from the angel school. We'll share that with you after her stories. Okay, friends, I am here today with Paula Dice. She is a student at the Angel School with her two children and her fellow in-law. And she has so many incredible angel stories. I had to bring her on the podcast to share them with you because you're going to feel that love, that light, that hope just shining through her stories. So Paula, your first story is about your sister, right? Correct. My sister had passed in a terrible car accident when I was six months pregnant with my first daughter, and I missed her terribly. It literally broke me when she died, and it was an accident that shouldn't have happened that did, but I missed her. So for months, weeks, actually years went by that I grieved for her, and so many things would trigger the grief. I would look at trees and cry. Snow would fall. I would cry. So it was a really, really tough time for me. Well, I would go to bed praying every night for a sign from my sister just to know that she was okay. One night I went to sleep and something woke me up in the middle of the night. So I sat up in bed and there were lights floating down the hall. And I was on the second floor master bedroom. And the lights came from the foyer up the stairs down the hall toward me very slowly. And there were one blue light and two white lights and they were the most beautiful orbs I had ever seen and they literally floated there was no speed there was no they just miraculously came down the hall to me and they stopped at the bedroom door and I was scared I'll be honest I saw these lights I didn't know what to do with them I watched them for a while 
and they didn't move, I didn't move, and then finally I was so scared, I reached out, grabbed a hold of my husband, pulled the sheet up over my head, and I went to sleep. But from that moment on, I never grieved for my sister. My heart the next morning when I woke up was totally free of grief. I missed her, but I didn't have that sorrow and brokenness any longer. And I truly believe they were signs from angels. They came to let me know my sister. I believe one of them was my sister and that she was okay. And that was the message they sent to me. I didn't need to grieve for her anymore. She was in a good place. So this comes through a lot in my sessions because when we lose somebody that we love so very much, what happens is we can either choose from our free will to continue moving on, even though it does hurt, or we can kind of become stuck where we are and the energy feels like our legs are stuck in mud and we just can't move forward. Some people's spirit says, feel that way and want to remain in that stuck place because they believe that if they stay there, they are going to feel the energy of their loved one more as they experience the grief, right? That they're going to feel them through the grief. And they fear that if they let go of that grief, that they're no longer going to feel that person. And what Spirit shows me with your sister is that that was kind of part of that healing dream for you, that you were still able to feel her. And so many people, we, we are, right? We're able to continue feeling them even after that grief has lifted off of us. Sometimes we feel them so much more. Um, we feel them at peace. We feel their love. So you continued to feel your sister's presence, right? Yes, all the time. I feel her all the time. I know where she is, I know she's gone, but I don't have the sadness any longer. And I have not had that sadness since that visitation. And I was awake. I was wide awake. I looked at everything in the bedroom. I was holding on to my husband. I knew I was awake. I just didn't know what to do with it at that point of my life. But she was, it was her. She was there. Yeah. So it changed me dramatically. That's amazing. Okay, what is your next angel story? <laughs> Um, the next story would be, um, I used to help my husband out at his practice. He had a chiropractic practice in Pittsburgh. And he had um, a, sim, a, a table that was a spinal later. And it would roll and massage your back. And patients used it in between while they waited for treatment. And the thing broke. So my husband called a repair guy, couldn't fix it. They called a second company, couldn't fix it. Every night I would go home for two weeks and I fretted. I'm like, dog. Everybody loves that table. I can't believe it wouldn't work. I was so mad. Well, we came in one day, and darn if the table was working perfect. It was two weeks. And I'm like, okay, that's really strange. And I kept feeling a presence. I would stay after to do paperwork, and everybody would go home, and I felt like someone was watching me. Did some research and found out in the building where my husband's practice was, was originally a car dealership. And the gentleman that owned the car dealership had a 16-year-old son who was an amazing mechanic. Well, he took one of the cars out one night, had a car accident, and died. And apparently, everyone had seen the ghost in this building. The lights would go on. They'd hear mechanical work being done. The lights would go off, and that was it. So I believed this young man heard me fretting over this table, and he fixed it. And that table still today worked. 
I mean, and we're talking 20 years ago, and that table still runs perfectly, and it shouldn't. That is so incredible. I love that story. Spirit stepping in to help in different ways. I had a pair of pearl earrings. We had moved from Pittsburgh to North Carolina. And my husband decided we were moving, picked me up with the two youngest kids. We went to North Carolina, and I lost an earring. And it was a favorite pair of earrings. And I fretted and fretted and fretted over these earrings. Looked everywhere, couldn't find them. My husband flew in one weekend, and we were getting ready to go out to dinner. And I turned around, and on the top of the dresser was the pearl earring that I had lost. And we're talking months. It had to have been four months that I'd lost a set of earrings. And there the second earring was because I went to my jewelry box and the first earring was there and the second was laying on the top of the chest, the dresser, in the bedroom, just sitting there perfectly. So I didn't know who brought it back to me, but someone did, and I got my pearl earrings back. That's incredible. And I don't know where I heard this other story from, but I heard a story more recently. Somebody sent it in and they said that this woman's husband passed away and when he did he had lost his wedding band before he had passed and it was so important to her to have him buried with his wedding ring that she went out and bought one for him to be buried with but then on the night of their like 50th wedding anniversary this she woke up in the middle of the night and the frame of them from their wedding was glowing on the nightstand And his original wedding ring was right next to the frame. And she has no idea how it got there. This happens all the time. It's a big way that our loved ones come through from the other side to show us that they're okay. Another story, which we had a ghost in the house in our North Carolina house. And we think he's visited us three separate times. The first time I saw him, I was in bed, sound asleep with my husband next to me, and I woke up to see this figure standing beside me, looking down at me, and he was in period clothing. It was a green velvet jacket with a white ruffled shirt, white hair pulled back in a ponytail, and he was staring at me like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you on my property? And I looked at him, and he looked at me. And I mean, I, I, could, I could tell you how many buttons were on his jacket, everything, exactly the way he was dressed. And I pulled the sheet up over my head, and I went back to sleep, and that was it for him. However, um, a few months later, my son said, Mom, I had $200 in my drawer. Where is it? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, Mom, this $200 was in the envelope. I gave it to you. Where is it? And I'm like, well, I don't know. For two years the money was missing. All of a sudden, I went into his bedroom one day to restock his underwear drawer, and the envelope with the $200 was in the top drawer. Now, this money had been gone, because I repaid him the money, because I felt bad, because I thought I lost it. But the $200 was in the original envelope in the top drawer where the underwear were. And this was two years later. That's incredible. I don't know why they hide things and then bring them back sometimes, but you hear these stories over and over and over again that this does happen. And in the same son's bedroom, he we went away on vacation. I think it was a New York trip when we came home. Every picture in his room, only his room, everything that was hung in his room was off the wall sitting on the floor. 
we have no explanation for it. No one was in the house over the weekend. We just came back, and the pictures were off the wall. Now, we since saged the house and said goodbye to our friendly ghost, but we found out through research that there was a wealthy landowner who owned a lot of property where our house was, and his description matched, according to records, of of who that was. So he never came back after that moment. That was it. That was our three experiences with the same ghost. That is absolutely incredible. That's incredible. Um, My other story is a little sad story. Um, I was in a car accident when I was 18 years old and never understood why I survived the accident. I always said I should have died. I mean, it was such a a horrible accident. I had to be cut out with the jaws of life, the whole nine yards. I felt myself leaving the car, hitting the windshield, going through it. But when I came back seconds later, I was in the car seat still. And this was before seatbelts, but I watched the car buckle. I felt myself go through. But when I woke up, I was just covered in blood and trapped. And then, of course, I was cut out and taken to the hospital. I had a session with Julie, um, and we had discussed it, and Julie informed me that I had actually died that day, which I always thought I did, but I didn't have proof, Um, and that I was given a choice to either stay or go, and that my great-grandmother actually brought me back and placed me back in the car and I chose to stay because we learned that further down the line in life that my sister was going to die in a similar car accident and that she wasn't going to make it and that my mother wasn't going to be able to handle losing two daughters. So apparently I chose to stay and I didn't die that day. I don't even remember bringing that through. I don't remember most of what I channel. Um, but, but I'm so glad that you're here and that you're safe. And, um, I think that's really hard though, too, because it's so hard. I don't have all the answers all the time. A lot of times they will show me that somebody is brought back, but, then you have other people who question, you know, other parents who question, why is spirit able to bring back some souls and not bring back others? And I think it has something to do with the way that things are going to play out in this life. I think it has some things to do with the free will of the soul of who it's happening to and whether or not um, it's right for them to come back, if that makes any sense. Well, I guess I chose, and I'm glad I did, because I have four wonderful children, and I wouldn't have had them had I not come back. So whatever my purpose is, I'm sure I'm going to find out, and I'm working on that. My last angel story is um, when my mother passed. She died of lung cancer. She was a heavy smoker. And this was probably six months after her death. I was in the kitchen cooking, and I turned to get something off the counter, and I saw her. She was standing in the stairwell above the stairs she was floating but I actually saw her outline and she was watching me cook and it was a very calm presence and that was the one and only time she visited me but I saw her plain as day and she was there with me I love that did you smell the smell of her too or did you just see her turned around and she was there she was across I mean she was probably 50 feet away from me but she was there watching me 
Yeah, and we can ask to see them like this, and sometimes they do reveal themselves to us. If you ask to see that, you do have to ask for it to come in divine time. It doesn't always come on your timeline when you want it to happen, but it will happen when it's ready, when it's time for it to. Oh, and I truly believe I saw her. I mean, I saw her red hair. I saw her clothes. I saw my mother. It was her. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I had another instance that I had forgotten about, but just brought back to my attention. My husband recently passed, um, and he had a struggle, a long struggle with cancer. And when he died, I was, of course, very grief-stricken, very distraught, very sad. And for the first week, I would go to bed at night, and black figures, black Vapors. I don't know how to explain it. They weren't ghosts, but it was a very black, heavy aura. And there were three of them, and they would stay atop of the bed and surround me. And it was like they were aggravating. It was not a good thing. And after the first week, I remember praying to Wayne and my sister both. Um, I said, look, I need help. I don't know what's going on, but I don't. they're bothering me. Please help me. Take them away. And they were gone. And I haven't seen them since, but they bothered me a lot. And I don't know if they were attracted to me because I was so broken and so sad. I don't know if they were just attracted to that emotion, but once I asked for help, they were gone. I don't know why everything happens, and I don't know exactly why that happened with you. I only tap into that high vibrational frequency, but what you did was the right thing to do. So when you need them to help, ask for that help. If you need them to take something away, ask for them to take it away. If you want to see something, ask for them to show it to you. If you want a particular sign, you can ask for it, but allow them to bring you through the best sign for you in that divine time. Thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. Aw, thank you so much for being here, Paula. So that was recorded at the Angel School, but on her way home from the hotel to the airport, this is what happened on the way from the hotel to the airport. Her daughter wrote, So Paula did a reading for our Lyft driver. We told him what we were here for this weekend, and he already downloaded your podcast. He said he had lost his daughter. Well, my mom couldn't help herself and started crying and told him everything she was feeling and how much his daughter loves him and is with him all the time. God is pretty amazing. That's right. God sure is. And the way God, our angels, our spirit team validates for us is always there, my friends. All you have to do is ask for the signs. Ask for God to come through and show you the validating signs that you need in your life. Don't limit God by putting expectations of exactly what those signs need to be or when they need to come by. Just put it out to God that you need those signs, that you need that validation, and let it come to you. As we go through the holidays, Thanksgiving is coming up next week, you can ask God to bring through your loved one in a way that is crystal clear and validating as well. It is okay to be specific about that one thing, bringing through a loved one to make sure that you know they're with you. 
because they are. Your loved ones are always there with you. You can talk to them. It's not praying to them. You are simply communicating to them just as if you would if they were here. Friends, if you have some extra time next week, it's Thanksgiving. If you're missing your loved ones or if you need this in December, my friend told me about a new show on Amazon Prime. If you are an Amazon Prime member, then you get this for free. This show is called Life to Afterlife. Mom, can you hear me? It is about children who have passed away and how their parents learn to communicate with them on the other side. I'm almost a quarter of the way through this. It's about two hours and 30 minutes long. But so far, it is a wonderful documentary. It will make you cry. It is very emotional, but it is also incredible to hear that you're not alone. It's not just here. It's not just me telling you this. You can hear from your loved ones on the other side. They are not gone. You just have to learn how to communicate with them. And this documentary talks all about that. So if that resonates with you, pick it up on Amazon Prime TV. It's called Life to Afterlife. Mom, can you hear me? Beautiful souls, we have so many freebies to help serve you, your family, and friends. Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way, we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.